Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This is Corey Willis with PPI, and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. I'm Adam Blattenberg from Diesel World. This is Dan, owner of Dan's Diesel Performance. I'm Braden Fleece, and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today on the Diesel Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to be chatting with Mishimoto about their transmission coolers and radiators for Cummins Duramax and Power Stroke trucks. And there's an awesome giveaway. If you follow us on Instagram or Facebook, you've seen us post about it, but you have until the end of the month to enter to win a free transmission cooler and radiator for your truck. There's no purchase necessary. You just go on to mishimoto.com forward slash diesel podcast, enter some basic information, and then at the end of the month, they'll contact you if you won and then send you out the parts for your truck. And on this episode, we wanted to talk with them more about the details behind aftermarket transmission coolers and radiators. Mainly, you know, what's wrong with the OEM units? Why do they fail? And what does the Mishimoto product line allow truck owners and even racers to have as far as a performance benefit, lowering temperatures, durability? And so we're really excited to be able to chat with them today. Before we get to the podcast, so we wanted to let you guys know we, you know, we're in the same boat as everyone else. We know it's a, a crazy, stressful time. There's a lot of changes that are going on. And one of the things that's really important is being able to take a mental break from basically daily life and stresses and unknowns. And you guys listen to the diesel podcast because you love trucks. And we do the diesel podcast because we love trucks. So we're going to be continuing to bring you guys the same amount of episodes each and every week, every month. There's a ton of really insightful episodes we have planned, some really cool ones where we're going to be talking about trucks, talking about business, talking about all different kinds of things. So we, we want to be able to you know let you guys know that's that's our plan. We're all set up to to work remote and to be able to bring you guys this weekly content. And if there's any show suggestions that you have, you can comment on Instagram, just follow us at the Diesel Podcast or on Facebook, email us info at the dieselpodcast.com. There's a ton of great recommendations we got for seven threes earlier this week. So we're looking for some guests to jump on and talk about some different seven three power stroke um, technical info and and parts upgrades and things like that so we love hearing from you guys anything that you want to hear about in the coming days weeks months let us know and uh we look forward to bringing you content to kind of help take a mental break from from what's going on in the world and the the stresses that are out there all right let's get to the podcast with mishimoto and talking about transmission coolers and radiators john welcome to the diesel podcast i'm excited to chat with you today about two products that are they're really popular with a lot of truck owners whether they're towing or daily driving work trucks or you know even for the performance crowd that are out there on the tracks and and racing which is radiators and transmission coolers so we're excited to have you today thanks patrick yeah glad to uh chat with you and uh run over some awesome parts we've been working on one of the the things i think we all you know is like a truck drive you know someone who drives a a diesel truck every day two things we're going to notice are engine temps and transmission temperatures i really wanted to start with the radiators first and go more in depth with you and ask you 
about the Mishimoto radiators you guys have for Cummins Duramax and Power Stroke trucks as far as the development, the research in, in, you know, into them, and just what they can provide somebody versus an OEM unit? Yeah, certainly. So, you know, when you're, you're obviously thinking of cooling, the radiator is the first thing that comes to mind. And now with so many displays where you can kind of see and monitor those temperatures, uh, it's really easy to check on to make sure that your truck is running at an ideal operating temperature. Um, most vehicles come with a radiator that has plastic end tanks uh, that are crimped to an aluminum core. Um, they used to use copper cores back in the day, um, but that really just wasn't sustainable. Um, so really what Mishimoto does is we offer an all aluminum TIG welded construction uh, end tank that's welded to that core. So that's really gonna be a lot more stronger and reliable than your plastic end tanks, uh, which are prone to fail. Uh, especially as trucks age, because we've seen a lot of truck drivers holding on to their older trucks and uh, wanting to keep them on the road. Um, we're also increasing coolant capacity, which, which helps with overall temperatures. Uh, so the more coolant you have in your cooling system, um, that gives more of an opportunity for you to reject the heat that's coming from your, your diesel engine. And uh, <clears throat> as we know, a lot of diesel engines can end up running really hot. I bet, th I bet that's something that really plays into the newer trucks, which are going to be running warmer for, you know, the systems that are on the truck than, you know, say some older ones, but then also just daily driving, especially, I mean, you know, spring and summer right around the corner. And then usually, you know, if we got a diesel truck, we're, we're towing something somewhere and it, it can get quite warm under there. And I've seen a ton of posts on like Facebook and Instagram of those plastic end tanks we were talking about where they've cracked and, it's a quick way to, you know, kind of end up stranded around the side of the road needing to fix something. So I, I know a lot of people are, are going to be excited to hear about the, you know, the aluminum end tanks and, and the things you guys have put into the radiators. Yeah, that's an easy way to ruin a vacation, right? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Now, do they, you know, as far as the radiators themselves, you know, we've got listeners who have Cummins and Duramax and Power Stroke trucks. What year ranges do you guys support with your product line? So, yeah, good call. We're covering Power Stroke, Cummins, Duramax. Um, we're even including the 5-liter the Cummins and the Nissan Titan. Um, so a little bit out of the norm there from the major three. Um, but we have applications running back to uh, the mid-90s. Um, really depends. Uh, but we pretty much have radiators all through current. So we have quite a wide range of offerings. Um, yeah. Now, as far as the install, you know, one of the things that uh, you know people are probably thinking about is, okay, I've got this problem. I've got this plastic radiator, and it's cracked. How much time, you know, if I do this work at home, am I going to spend in it? What comes in the box? What um, are there going to be any things that I need to get extra, or does the the box as it comes from Mishimoto, it, it's ready to go for basically a turnkey install? It's drop in ready. So we really provide. <clears throat> Sorry, we. Uh... We really pride ourselves in making sure that that radiator is going to fit 100% of the time. Um, we do all of our engineering in-house in, -house in uh, Newcastle, Delaware. We use really awesome, innovative parts like 3D scanners and 3D printers to to prototype and make sure that that the dimensions of the part and part 
the part and product are gonna fit right the first time. So we really wanna make sure that customers have a solid experience. If there are any necessary pieces of hardware like bolts or clamps, we'll include those with the radiator. That way it's a piece of cake for you to do in your driveway. Um, every application is gonna be a little bit different. Um, I know some of the newer power strokes are a little bit more complicated, um, whereas some of your older Cummins trucks are, are a lot easier to just drop a radiator in. One of the things I, I, it's always fascinated me. I think it probably goes back to some time I bought a new truck and I was one of those like consumers waiting for products to hit the market and they couldn't, you know, it was like we had to sit back and wait and wait and so much technology, like you mentioned, 3D printers have, have come about recently is when a new model hits the, the market and you guys get your hands on a truck, what is the process like for saying, hey, we can improve this radiator? Now, how do we go from you know, this idea into a prototype to you know, full-on production? Yeah, you hit the nail on the head there. The OEMs are definitely designing more complicated cooling systems, uh, which for us, we see as a challenge that we love to take on. Um, take the 6.7 Power Stroke, for example. That thing has two radiators on the front of it, one for the primary cooling system and one for the secondary cooling system. It has two water pumps on the thing. Um, when we get a truck here in-house, uh, we start by 3D scanning it. Uh, we'll take the radiator out of the truck um, and capture the engine bay, capture the radiator itself to figure out where all the mounting points are. Um, from there, we'll do an analysis into the different specs of the stock radiator. And from there, spec out a core that we know is going to improve upon that stock radiator. So we'll have uh, more ideal fin pitches, we'll increase surface area, we'll add thickness, and we'll really try and maximize the amount of coolant we get in the end tanks and make that radiator fit, but still within that stock envelope and location. Um, so from there, uh, we'll put it into a 3D SolidWorks program and 3D print some end tanks to do some rough test fitting, make sure all of our dimensions line up. Um, from there, once we know that we have a design that fits and should work well, we go ahead and make an actual prototype unit. Um, then there, we're actually able to install it, do our testing, and make sure that the temperatures are cooling better than the stock and that the system is happy and running well. Um, really from there, once we know that the product performs the way we want it to and it fits the way we want it to, then that's when we start going into mass production and uh, then get product on shelves. It was one of the things that uh, we chatted with the, the, uh, the guys at Turn 14 on a few different episodes where they're like, we've got tons of these things ready to go. We've got them in warehouses and, you know, for shop owners that, you know, truck comes in, it needs to, you know, needs to get a radiator. How quickly they can get them and even you know consumers if they go on you know the Mishmoda website order one up or from any of your retailers how quick that happens and i know one of the the big questions and i would ask this and be the first thing that pop into my mind is okay i've i've got an issue with my stock one i know i need to replace it what kind of temperature improvement or, or just you know, lowering temperatures can i expect with the Mishimoto unit and I know that's going to vary by probably the truck and whether I'm towing or I'm unloaded you know on the highway doing you know 65 miles an hour but is there a general range you guys are looking to achieve with cooling efficiency yeah that's a great question um there are obviously like you said lots of different variables there 
um, and one of which is really regulated by the stock thermostat. So even if we're able to reduce temperatures uh, slightly, then you could end up being regulated by that stock temperature thermostat. Um, really, we've seen a lot of anecdotal positive comments and feedback where people are seeing five to 10 degree coolant temperature reductions. Um, but the cool thing that they're also seeing is they're seeing low transmission temperatures as well, because most diesel truck radiators have a built-in transmission cooler in one of the end tanks. Because we're cooling the coolant more efficiently, it's able to cool that liquid to liquid transmission cooler even more efficiently. So you kind of get two awesome things with just one radiator. That's a really good point and a topic for us to chat about because I know I've been confused about that. I'm sure we have listeners are as well that we might not know the relationship between the, you know, cooling the, the coolant in the transmission. So how does that work or, or what is the the idea behind using these two coolers in conjunction to control temperatures, not just with the engine, but with the transmission? Well, we know that transmissions like to run at an ideal operating temperature. So even with some of the newer GM trucks, uh, they have a built-in inline thermostat so that your, t your transmission temperature can get up to speed quicker. Um, we've noticed people say, hey, if my truck is running in the winter and my transmission temps aren't getting hot, then I'm losing gas mileage. Well, your transmission is really designed to work at a certain temperature, and if you're not hitting that, then it's not getting the best performance out of the truck. So by using the in-tank trans cooler, you're able to use the coolant to increase the temperature of the transmission to the point where it's in that sweet spot where you really want the temperature to be. So they kind of work hand in hand and by using that in-tank trans cooler in the radiator, you're able to increase the temperature faster than if it wasn't there. So they definitely work hand in hand and you kind of get the benefit of maintaining and maximizing that efficiency of the transmission temperatures uh, with the aluminum radiator that's lowering the coolant temps. And with the, the transmission temperatures itself, as we, we think, well, the cooler, the better. And, and what you just mentioned is really a, a great point is it has to be up to a certain temperature to be able to operate. And I know some of them have, you know, they won't let you go to a certain gear till the, the fluids at a certain temperature and being able to, you know, quickly warm it up and have all those gears, you know, is something that we're going to appreciate, especially in the winter months. But also as I would say, especially on the newer models where there's, you know, whether it's a 68 RFE or, or any of the newer trucks is these transmissions run higher line pressures and higher line pressures is heat and then being able to control it is something that we want to do. We don't want to get it hot. We don't necessarily want to buy that five to six, seven, $8,000 transmission unless you know we're ready to do it and want to do it. What does the OEM transmission cooler, let's just say on a, a truck, a Ram 6.7 Cummins with a 68 RFE, what are some ways you guys have been able to improve the cooling effect of that transmission versus the OEM design? 
So the transmission coolers were really an interesting segue from our radiator development that we did because we're employing the similar R&D process. We're just then focusing on the transmission cooler. So similar to radiators, we're looking where we can increase thickness, where we can increase the overall surface area or size of the transmission cooler. And we're also looking at some different core constructions as well. So with uh, our line of diesel truck transmission coolers, most all of those are using a stacked plate core. Um, and in some instances, that's more efficient or effective than whatever was previously on your vehicle. So by configuring a different core style for a specific application, we're really able to get uh, a better cooling effect out of the transmission cooler itself. I know the, the million dollar question that we always ask whenever we talk transmissions and we'll get questions from listeners and they'll be like, Hey, when you, you know, when you have someone on who's you know into transmissions and they're, you know, they're building them or products for them, the question is how hot is too hot? That's a great question. <laughs> well, <laughs> most, uh, most newer ATFs, uh, are able to run at a much higher temperature. Uh, so I would say, if you're seeing anything over 220, 240, you should definitely be pulling over to the side of the road to double check to make sure that you aren't actually spewing transmission fluid um, out of your tranny. Um, but every transmission's a little bit different and everyone drives differently. So uh, some people unloaded putting around town or on the highway at 65 miles an hour might be seeing 140, 150 degree temps. But when loaded up with a 10,000 pound trailer and doing 75 miles on the highway in the desert in the heat, they might be seeing 200, 220. So there's so many different variables and ranges, but ideally you want that temperature to be not exceeding 220 degrees and you want it to be on the cooler side yeah it's, it's it's one of those things where it's so hard to say because a lot of the newer transmissions they're going to know the the temperature of the fluid and they'll go into you know, like a fail safe mode once it gets too hot but then some of the older trucks they're not going to do it and you know they, I, there was somebody who messaged us and like hey, i'm towing my trailer and i think they were in phoenix or scottsdale somewhere in the southwest and it was in the summer like I'm hitting 200, 205. Is that too hot? And I'm thinking if you know if it's 100 degrees and you're stop and go, you know that's not an issue. But if you know you're in the middle of winter hitting 200, 215, 220 at a constant speed, maybe there's something else going on. And and I think that uh, you know as far as you know in a, in a larger way is you know when people will have a transmission failure or something like that, and they have it repaired, you know order you know, a, a new unit, get it in there is how important it is to make sure that the cooler is free of debris. And so there's not any metal or any you know, old clutch material or anything in there. So I hear from a lot of shops that just part of their standard operating procedure is when they do transmission work, they put a new transmission cooler on. And I think it, it's, uh, you know, it, it would be a great upgrade at that time for, you know, if I had a truck and a transmission failure, say, Hey, you know, can you, put on one of these Mishimoto transmission coolers for me instead of, you know, is there a little bit of metal left in the bottom of the OEM cooler from, you know, my transmission failure, anything in there that's going to, you know, damage the investment with, uh, with the transmission upgrade. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really a no-brainer. Uh, <laughs> I would not want to gamble my $10,000 transmission on if someone had properly flushed the transmission cooler or not. So mm-hmm. we've really found uh, that being a big benefit for people because then they get the Mishimoto transmission cooler with a lifetime warranty, and uh, they're able to increase that uh, transmission fluid capacity and really maintain that overall transmission system to the best of its ability. So you really want to protect that investment and make sure that uh, that you're not sacrificing it from some small amount of debris. Um, the other thing that I'd probably recommend that people check um, as they're getting ready for summer and you know getting their their boat or whatever uh, fun summer activity toy they have in their garage ready is it's simple as checking the the external face of the transmission cooler and your radiator so a lot of people drive through the mud and in the snow it's there's so much nasty road debris and salt that if the external face of your radiator transmission cooler clogged with dirt and nasty muck um, that could also be negatively affecting your temperatures as well so some people are like hey should i check the inside of it for debris well you should also check the outside of it and that's something simple where you could just use a hose to rinse off and make sure that uh that your fins aren't all clogged with the the coolers are they specific to certain models like the say that like the cooler inlet and outlet sizes could be different between an allison and a you know 2004 dodge so if someone's looking you know to order one are, are they specific to your ranges are they universal or how's the the product line set up with the transmission coolers great question uh we have a entire line of direct fit transmission coolers for uh, PowerStroke, Duramax, and Cummins. And then we also have some universal options as well. Um, We know some people like to fabricate their own brackets and set up a transmission cooler in more of a universal fashion or for a a race-specific truck. Um, But we know that a lot of people really like that plug-and-play direct fit option. Um, so we have a, a wider range of different SKUs um, between the PowerStroke, Duramax, and Cummins um, that have all been, been doing really well, and we've had a lot of really positive, uh, positive feedback from them. It's really cool. There was, I mean, it was probably eight or nine years ago now. I was in a situation where I had a, a, a transmission fail, and I, I wanted to go with a different cooler. And at that time, there weren't a whole lot of options on the market. And I just, I ordered one, I got it. It wasn't a direct fit and it just kind of took the wind out of my sails a little bit because I didn't want to have, you know, pay a shop to fabricate how we transition from the OEM lines to this one and how it fit. So I think it's, it's really helpful and easy if, you know, I have a certain year truck, I want a direct fit transmission cooler and I can just order it and I know it's going to go right in the spot where the OEM one was, it ties in, you know, the same way or very similar and I don't have to worry about that. But then on the other hand, there are a lot of racers we've had on the podcast that are talking and they, you know, they need a custom application to be able to fit this in. 
Yeah, absolutely. And like we talked about earlier, with some of the newer vehicles, they're definitely getting more complex, right? The the 68 RFE, that stock transmission cooler, has a thermostat that's integrated in the side of it. So it's not in line, it's not at the transmission, it's on the cooler itself. Um, so some of these newer vehicles, they have some interesting challenges um, that, that we love uh, challenges, we love taking those on. Um, so our product there, we have a, we include a thermostat for people that are you know, driving in normal climates or in cold climates, but we also include a little bypass valve. So you can actually remove the thermostat, it's serviceable, um, and you can install a bypass. So if you're running in, uh, in the summer in the really hot heat or you're using it as a race truck, um, then it's super easy to swap over. So as some of these newer, newer vehicles get more complicated, we're also making sure to, to maintain or improve upon all of those, uh, the features that the SOC ones have. On the, the race side of it, I, I've seen some different setups or talked with you know, people that have these trucks and they'll run a series of them. Do you guys have some remote mount options, say as a secondary cooler, or sometimes we'll see them like they're mounted, you know, back by the T-case or in the bed of the truck or different ways. So if somebody wants to run two and they have some space limitations with the secondary one, they can. Yeah, we have a smaller version. Um, actually, I don't know if I'd really call it a smaller version. Um, we have a more universal option that includes a fan on the, on the backside of it. So like you said, if someone wanted to mount that secondary transmission cooler in a place that wasn't getting a whole lot of airflow, um, then they could wire up the fan. That way it could activate at whatever temperature they wanted. Um, so someone in that instance would have to fabricate their own brackets, um, but they're going kind of custom anyway. But uh, yeah. we do have offerings for that type of customer as well. It was very cool. That's one of the reasons I was really excited when we were going to chat with you today is to ask about all the different options because there's so many, the the diesel industry, diesel community, and, and the way that we use these trucks is so varied. You know, there's going to be people who are listening or like, hey, I, you know, use, I hotshot with my truck all the time or, you know, I'm towing and, and I want to improve the the, the temperature efficiency of my truck but then there's also someone who's getting ready for race season which is coming up and they just rebuilt their transmission in the winter and they want to make sure that they can you know when they're out there on the tracks in the summertime and it's hot be able to have some additional cooling and it's just it's so important and really easy I think I think it's an easy upgrade which is what what we want we want to be able to you know, protect our trucks, protect the transmission, or, you know, even if it's coolant, like the radiators we were talking about, and just have something that we know is designed for a vehicle, or if we're going to go custom, have the options for being able to mount it where we want, make the brackets, and create a system for it. Yeah, absolutely. And like you mentioned, people want it to be something that's easy to install. So most of the transmission coolers are relatively easy to access. And for most installs, it's kind of a under two hour operation. So, you know, on a Saturday or Sunday, it's a pretty easy job for most people to tackle. If I was going to tackle it instead of two hours, it'd probably be like four or five or six. And it'd take me a lot longer than <laughs> I thought. But it's, 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 uh, it's something that's just so, it, it, it can just prevent so many other issues that happen, especially with transmission. It's something we talk about a lot. And it just comes up with, 
you know, the nature of, of the podcast and the things that our guests are discussing is, you know, those seven to ten thousand, eleven thousand dollar transmissions are, are things that we buy or, or that we need or want. And sometimes the cooling aspect can be overlooked, but this is something that's just, it's easy, the install's there, and you can protect the investment. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. And of course, it looks great with your Mishimoto radiator as well. So, uh, you know, we got to complete the system. Um, we also have other coolant hose kits and uh, expansion tanks and coolant filters. So we really have entire full setups uh, for different year make models. So, so you can round out the entire Mishimoto product line with an intercooler on your Power Stroke or your Cummins or your Duramax um, and really have that entire suite of parts and products. That was the other thing I was going to mention. Is I've spent hours on the Mishimoto website because it's not just like one or two or three products. There's tons of them, whether it's you know, like the intercoolers you mentioned or thermostats or just different things that, you know, we could sit back and say, hey, I, I want to you know, do some upgrades heading into springtime, heading into vacation time. And it's all right there. You had mentioned earlier the lifetime warranty. Is that apply to both the transmission coolers and the radiators and all your products? Yes, it does. It's a nice, uh, nice, uh, simple setup. It's a lifetime warranty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's great. Uh, we even have an accident protection as well. So, uh, if you get into an accident um, and you toast your Mishimoto radiator, as long as you have your receipt and you can prove that you bought it, um, then we'll send you out a new one. That's a that's a unique program to have, and you know things happen and and I mean, I've had it happen you know, to me sometimes with a truck. I haven't had it with an upgraded part, but just you know something happened and the intercooler got damaged, and I'm like, oh, now I got to buy an intercooler, but. It's what you guys have there is something that's really cool, and it it uh, you know protects the the consumer. It gives you it gives you confidence no matter what happens that you guys are standing behind the product. Yeah, it's it's always interesting seeing pictures of people's accident uh, radiators, but we've even seen some where they've kind of tacoed a little bit, and they've still managed to even hold coolant and hold pressure. Um, but uh, obviously, the the car was damaged, uh, but it was at least still holding it all together. <laughs> what is the now for, like for anyone that's listening and they're like, hey, I, I'm I'm in the same position right now. I need to get a transmission cooler. I need uh, an upgraded radiator. Where can they find your guys' products online to learn more, see more specs? You know, maybe find an installer, find a retailer, order one up, things like that. So there are really two places I would check. Um, obviously, Mishimoto.com is the number one go-to. Um, but the other thing that we're really proud of is our engineering blog. So that's engineering.mishimoto.com. And there you can see uh, different blurbs and blogs about the different parts and products we're developing. Um, so you'll end up seeing the whole range of Sport Compact and American Muscle and diesel truck and gas truck products that we're working on. So you can kind of see a live view as to all of the different things we're developing and uh, see the different testing that we're doing. That, that aspect of it is, is really cool because a lot of our, our fans and listeners, when we're chatting with them, they're, they're into lots of different motorsports or have different vehicles. And you guys have a lot of support for things other than diesel trucks. And it's like you can go to one place and order something for your tow rig, you know, your, your Jeep, your car, whatever it might be. And so it's just such a diverse product line that I always find myself spending a lot of time on the site and, and researching more and being able to see things that I could do or even suggest to people if 
if uh, you know we're just chatting about you know racing or performance or whatever it might be that you guys have. So it's it's really cool to see such a vast product line and all the technology and the research and development that you guys put into products covering so many vehicles. Yeah, it really started in the sport compact world, and we realized that a lot of people would tow their race car with a with a truck, and it happened to be a diesel truck, and we saw an opportunity for you know people that wanted intercoolers and radiators and transmission coolers, and we were like, hey, they kind of go hand in hand. They do, they do, and it was it, you know way back when it was such a a part of the market that didn't have a lot. There weren't a lot of choices. There was a lot of adaptation that people would have to do to make it work. Whereas now it's so streamlined and it's so easy that as we mentioned before, if you're doing some work on your truck, you're getting a new transmission or you you want a a weekend project upgrade. There's, there's things designed exactly for your truck, for your vehicle to do it. And you guys make it easy to do that. Yeah, we we like to make it easier for fleet people too. So, you know, we have a line of factory fit boot kits and parts and products that are kind of more of an OEM replacement setup, um, but kind of an OEM plus. So we really try and cater to all those different customers uh, doing different things with their trucks and cars and and keep everyone cool. Awesome. I appreciate chatting with you today, John, and learning more about the the radiators and the transmission coolers and it's such a as i mentioned before such an integral part of what we're talking about on the podcast and in episodes people are requesting a lot of it comes down to the engine and the transmission and the support around that is something that i think can be overlooked but you guys have thought about that developed these products the, the you know the distribution availability the the technical information the install instructions are all there to be able to address those whether it's you know, 12 valve Cummins or a 2020 power stroke and everything in between. You guys have that all dialed in. Yeah, you nailed it. Don't forget diesel fans make sure and head on over to mishimoto.com forward slash diesel podcast. That's where you can enter to win a free transmission cooler and radiator. The contest goes till the end of the month. So just go on there, enter some basic information. Mishimoto will contact you if you're the winner and then send you out the parts for your truck and have a, a, a nice you know project for your tow rig, work truck, daily driver, race truck, whatever you might have. Till next time, keep the shiny side up.